Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello everyone, my name is Manpreet and welcome to Cut to the Chase. Now it's the day after the key Fed meeting and financial markets clearly took a sigh of relief as illustrated by the positive market move overnight. Now while the outcome itself does raise a few new questions on the long-term outlook, let's start by summarizing what we viewed as the key points of the decision. Now the policy rate itself was raised by 75 basis points as most of you now know well, but Fed, Fed Chair Powell did point out that Friday's inflation release did factor into the relatively large move. He also signaled the next move could also be in the 50 to 75 basis point range. What was key though was policymakers' rate projections, as we could read via the dot plot of expected rates for the rest of this year and next. The median here showed policymakers expect the Fed rate to reach 3.4% by the end of the year. Now this largely met or was even slightly below where the market expectations peaked over the last couple of days and hence explains in our view at least why both equity and bond markets had a bit of a relief rally after the decision. The projected rate is, though, uh, somewhat above the estimated neutral rate, consistent with Powell's comments at the press conference that FOMC officials wanted a modestly restrictive level of rates by year-end. It's also consistent with the downward revision economic growth projections to slightly below long-term trend levels, alongside upward revisions in both inflation and unemployment forecasts. Now, given that outcome, the market reaction was positive. Uh, Equities were up, but it was bond yields that moved quite significantly, with yields falling sharply across the board and the yield curve, or the gap between short and long-term yields, getting a little bit steeper. Now, in our view, the outcome does fit into the broad, our broader narrative, which is that investors should continue focusing on what the Fed actually does relative to what markets are pricing in, rather than focus on the absolute move alone. We had a sharp adjustment in those expectations over the past few days, but the decision itself, as well as the language at the press conference, suggests that the Fed is now largely poised to deliver on what is priced. Now, this could take some pressure off risk assets, though, of course, inflation and whether it peaks in the second half of the year, as the Fed itself projects, remains the key factor. Now, the one thing we'll need to continue watching closely, though, is incoming economic growth data. From a longer-term perspective, Powell did admit that bringing down inflation without causing significant economic damage was, quote, not getting easier. Uh, But this does come against the backdrop of Fed projections of a higher-than-neutral Fed policy rate and GDP growth projections that are now largely around the long-term trend. Having said that, though, we'd balance this against the fact that our recession checklist uh, has largely stayed unchanged recently and that equity markets themselves are about 20% lower from the January peak, suggesting many growth concerns are in the price, from a long-term view at least. Finally, for investors, we believe the decision is consistent with views we've expressed over the last several days. Uh, One standard opportunity amongst those, of course, that we continue to see is in multi-asset income assets, where the high level of bond yields and elevated corporate and EM bond credit spreads uh, have created what we see as an attractive income or yield opportunity, uh, In given the, we haven't seen these levels in a long period of time. We also continue to see Asia, Japan equities and bonds as another opportunity, among other things because it offers one way to diversify away from a US or Fed-centric view of the world alone. So that's the key investment message we take away following the Fed meeting. Uh, Before we end, though, we would point out that the ECB had its own emergency meeting where they committed to accelerate the completion of a new anti-fragmentation instrument aimed, of course, at addressing widening in peripheral bond yields and avoiding a new euro area bond crisis. Uh, This is significant, of course, in that once executed, it may help create more room for the ECB to tighten policy without triggering unsustainably high peripheral bond yields. However, more details are needed here for market worries to cool. 
So quite a lot of events, of course, on, on the central bank front here. And Steve, of course, will be back tomorrow with Through the Noise to put much of what we discussed this week into con- into uh, a bigger picture context. But we'll take a pause here. As always, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and like it. Thanks for listening and wish you a happy trading day ahead. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.